Picture a man named Bob Putniano. He's been wandering around searching for his identity. Putniano's tried Thursdays, Saturdays, Mondays, but now he's trying to find himself yet again. This time, on Wednesdays and Fridays, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. He likes to refer to this mere blip in the time continuum as the sounds of blue. But what Bob Putniano is unwilling to face, something else has found him in the Twilight Zone.
are gonna end up leaving you wondering if you're gonna keep on shoving me
Merle Saunders, Jerry Garcia, actually they listed as Jerry Garcia and Merle Saunders, from an album titled um, Garcia Live. It's a series, actually. There's 20 of them now. Actually, there was a digital release, the one I played a couple, couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, of uh, with Butterfield and Merle Saunders and Jerry Garcia. And uh, they... They sent me to YouTube, and there was, like, commercials in the middle of it. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. can't remember what the tune was that, that that I played, but I was pretty pissed off. But anyway, I don't want to get off topic here, as I usually do. Um, so it was recorded November 2nd, 1974, at the Keystone Berkeley, a, a pretty regular hang for Saunders and Garcia. And um, that's where a lot of those live records came from. There are other, you know, other releases from there. There were loads of bootlegs from there as well, too. But in Berkeley, uh, was a friend of mine you say, oh, there was an, wasn't there a label, Berserkly? Yeah, I think so. I forget who was on that label. But uh, there was a series of, like, early punk bands on there from, like, the maybe the late 70s, early 80s. Berserkly Records, but from Berkeley in California. Two CD box set, and we heard um, Wondering Why, go, and written by Merle Saunders and, and uh, Pam Cartier. Is that, did I spell that right? Pam Carter, or is that Cartier? Oh, I gotta fix that. It's Pam Carrier. And, and Merle Saunders, and of course the famous People Make the World Go Round by Linda Creed and uh, Tom Bell. And then back around to uh, Wondering Why. Recorded live at the uh, Keystone Berkeley. I always like this era and the, and the pairing here. What makes it a little bit more special, the birthday boy is this flute player on that track. is Martin Fierro. He used to tell me he liked to be called Martin Fierro. What a good kook he was. 
Um, got to interview him, talk to him at home a couple of times too. He's an interesting guy. And um, but John Kahn, of course, the regular and mo- just about every Garcia project, off project, away from the dead, uh, had had John Kahn. They were like inseparable. And uh, but the drummer here is a he's appeared on maybe one or two other Garcia Saunders deals. There's there's something I think it's also from Keystone. I mean, I'm not sure, but um, Paul Humphrey, who's probably more known for his all right funky work, but more more so with uh, jazz players, so, you know, but soulful jazz players, not straight ahead jazz. And Garcia was in good shape at this point, and um, I don't think he had gotten into the the real crazy stuff that uh, started to deteriorate himself as a, as a person and his playing. And uh, this is a nice treasure to have something like this from 1974. So we want to thank the people at Round Records who have been doing all these releases. Uh, like I said, there's 20 episodes now or a series of 20. And um, they're called Round Records and they have the title. I, they, 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 they know this guy's a little bit from other players that they work with including the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, they had told me that they had worked out a good deal with um, Jerry Sia's family, obviously the you know, remaining family, and they also own the jerrygarcia.com name. I don't know if they own it, but they control it and decide what's going to come out and all that kind of good stuff. I'm sure with many approvals in there. Let's do one more. Because the other thing that was enjoyable for me personally when I first heard about the Garcia Saunders band, and and, and a little bit more with, uh, same with Howard Wales, so that was very short-lived, and Jerry Garcia, was they gave Jerry, got him out of like the funk he was in, and I shouldn't say the funk, but the, the mode he was in, the mold that he was in with the Grateful Dead, and he got to experiment playing a lot more blues, though the Dead did play blues, but a lot lot more jazz, like right here with a Harris's Freedom Jazz Dance. You might know the Yorgo version too, Brian. Yeah, I think you do. Where'd you hear it? Oh, yeah, right here. <laughs> My name is Bob putting out the Sounds of Blue, number 430. Thank you, everybody. Too long edits. I cut out a bunch. It was tuned up and whatever. Jesus. They said all those nice things about the label.
That's new to me. It came out in 2022. It was originally recorded in 1988 in Hamburg, Germany. Eddie Harris doing back-to-back as the originator and the original author of Freedom Jazz Dance coming out of the Garcia Saunders version with Martin Fierro, John Kahn, and Paul Humphrey from Keystone, Berkeley. In California, it's a nice, nice recording. Not that familiar with whatever. Daryl Thompson, I know pretty well. Ray Peter on guitar, uh, Ray Peterson on bass, Norman Farrington, Fearington, F E A R R I N G T O N on drums. I believe he's European or maybe even German. This was recorded, like I said, in Hamburg, so sometimes these things worked out that way. But this is uh, what almost 20 years after compared to what. And he had some uh, quite a bit of gas left in the tank, I would say, and uh, letting it go and letting it loose. That was a pretty torrid pace, wouldn't you say? Who just came in here? Wait, wait, it's an old friend. Oh, oh yeah, John, 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 John. Hi, this is John Trope. You're listening to Bob Putignano, Sounds of Blue.
recorded in 1973 at the Felt Forum. Remember when they called it that? Barely. Sean Bay's birthday. Make sure I get it right. I don't want to tick him off. He may be small, but he's tough. <laughs> 78 for Mr. Chopay. God bless you, John. I mean it.
been a wonderful night for me. On guitar, Peter Piacoso. On bass, Mana Prakran. On drums, Toby Ritter. On guitar, Harna Vitter. On keyboard, sax, harmonica, Renee Decker. And returning once again, our good friend, Mr. Bodhi Bodak on keys. Clock says it's time to close now. Thank you for your love. This will conclude my performance for the evening. Good night, everybody. I'm going to bed.
That was much nicer than I was anticipating, I gotta say. Mitch Ryder, recorded in 2019 and 20 as part of his 17th birthday tour in Germany. He used to sit back in Salina notes I'm reading from and enjoy the evolutionary process that I wish would go on forever. Mitch Ryder. Love Mitch Ryder. Speaking of things, this is a five-man edition of a band you'll immediately know. Recorded in April of 72 in Syracuse. Just released, thanks to rock band Rob. I got a double, double CD copy. Four nineteen, 1972. Sounds pretty good too. Some of these have not sounded too well. But yay. So this was be this is after Dwayne passed. I don't have to explain this to you. And before Chuck Level joined the band. We'll also send this out to Donato Don.
Thank you very much.
stretching out with some skull mule. That track we we just heard. Let's push into the next one. Keep it rolling. It was written by Tom. Uh, it was written by Wayne Shorter called Tom. Okay, got it. A little backwards there. But yeah, these things happen at, uh, when you start to get into your 70s. Tom Thumb, written by Wayne Shorter. He said the, uh, Rob took me to the, to the show that they did at the Capitol. It was really good. It was Rob, maybe. It must have been Rob. Who else would do this for me? Um, really. Um... It was, it was a very good show, but the interesting thing about this recording, I know I say it all the time, is that it was recorded in 1999, but not released until 2015, and then they toured on it in 2015 or 16 or whatever it was at the time. In the background, you hear Schofield, John Schofield, and Warren Haynes band. Working out some Afro Blue. This is the alternate version that appears on a two CD box set just called Skull Mule. This will go through some of the limited liner notes. Afro Blue recorded at the Roxy. Doesn't say where. Also in 1999. Okay. It was written by Ramon Mungo Santa Maria. Somebody, if you've been listening to this show for the last nearly 25 years, you know. But maybe you knew him before you knew me. Who cares? You might also recall Derek Trucks' version with his own band. But I wish he would reform again. Go out and do your own thing, Derek. Jesus. Oh, yeah, and over the Tom Thumb last song we went over the halfway point two hours ago less than that now sounds of blue 430 
Matrazo on the keyboards, John Schofield, special guest of the evening, Matt Apps on the drums, Alan Woody on the bass, Warren Haynes on the lead guitar, good night, and we'll see you New Year's.
Such thing as Hi, this is John Schofield, and when I'm in New York, I listen to Bob Putignano, Sound of Blue. That's what I say. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs>
Does that raise your blood pressure? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, right on cue. Skull Mule. Birth of the Mule. Brother Greg singing the blues. Brother Dickie playing them. Join us with this one. Not gonna start jamming now, right? Just take it out. We got about 59 minutes or so to go. You know, there's no rules. This is back to the five-man version of the Allman Brothers. Something they just released from 1972 in April. You don't what?
much. We appreciate it. John Schofield on the guitar. Dan Matrazo on the keyboards. Alan Woody on the bass. Matt Apps on the drums. Thank you. Jimmy Herring played guitar for you. Warren Haynes played guitar for you. Thanks for coming out. We love you guys. Did you see the wall sweating and moving? <laughs> Hi, this is Taj Mahal, and whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Budingamo's Sounds of Blue. More music than melts in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Brown. Appreciate him now. We're going to bring him back in a little while. Did you like your ride on the freeway? Written by Max Middleton, not by Jeff Beck. Let's go back to Syracuse in the spring of 72. They call it Syracuse Jam. Rob tells me Barry Oakley just rips it apart. Not his, not his exact words. The rack man brought me the disc. And we put it to good use today. All right, Rob. Make that two discs. It's a two CD box set. Details at soundsofblue.com.
There you have it. Sounds of blue. My God, just knocked over a CD. Uh, 4.30 is in the record books. Of course, get that gasoline blues by NRBQ and the Whole Wheat Horns, 1979. We're having similar experiences with inflation and rising gas prices and oil prices for the home. We got it, the tracks that we played from the Alma Brothers today. I mean, the 
this had to be a very difficult time for the Allman brothers. I mean, losing Dwayne Allman. I mean, how do you replace Dwayne Allman? And then not yet finding Chuck Lavelle. Don't know how that came about. I know he had recorded in Muscle Shoals for some demos. I'm not sure if they were for the Allman Brothers or another Capricorn guy. Rackman will know. He'll tell me. And um, But whoever came up with the idea to put him into the Allman Brothers band should, uh, should directly go to heaven, okay? <laughs> I should Chuck Lavelle. But uh, in any event, so that's the new album. Uh, that was released from, 19, well, originally recorded April 7th, 1972 at the Manly Fieldhouse, Fieldhouse in Syracuse University. And we heard quite a bit of this album. We heard uh, You Don't Love Me. We heard A Memory of Elizabeth Reed. Not in this order, right? We heard Whipping Post. Syracuse Jam was the jam before Hot Atlanta. And it was a good one. I never really knew the almonds to take like that. I think the word Rob, Rockman Rob, used was that Perry Oakley was a beast on bass on this album. Yeah, I'd say so. Similar, you know, I mean, I guess the dead went through similar things when they lost Pigpen and then they, then they lost Midland. And, you know, it was like one after the other for, for a while there. But, um, and they took out the dead did in late seventy one, early seventy two, and probably just yeah, maybe late seventy two, but for sure late seventy one, they went out as a five piece, of Weir, Lesh, Garcia, Kreutzmann, and Gachow, without his wife. So and those 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 sets were were striking. I thought, I, in some ways, I wish they had kept it that way. But uh, it was a different Jerry Garcia then, and uh, like I said, as time went on, the rigors of um, abuse, pay, you know, paid its toll. But in any event, we had a lot of great years, so no complaints there. And that's it. Go to soundsofblue.com and see what uh, the playlist looks like. Play it to your heart's content. The MP3 will be posted. Today's date, by the way, I know I always like to do this if I, when I remember. <laughs> Today's date is February 5th. This show should be posted probably near the end of February or the very beginning of March. I've got three shows after this one as uh, spares or extras that I've recorded in sequence every week. So we got some room to move in case... You know, decide to like disappear for a week or three and or whatever and take breaks and yada yada. And then if I go more than that, which I'm not going to do, uh, Mr. Rockman Rob will uh, pull something out of his magic hat and out of the archives of Sounds of Blue to keep you folks entertained with refreshing music. Anybody hear stories about how the, how the fun drive's going at, at FTU? Tell me. I'd love to know. I listened a little bit today. It was, it's Sunday. And I heard, uh, uh, not Frank, what the hell is his name? Pig, Pig, Pignatello, Piggy. And, uh, man, that show's like all over the place. It's different. I don't know what the hell he's done. But it's not as doo-wop as it used to be. It's not as, well, you know, he actually played a couple of blues songs back, in the, back to back to back. I won't say, you know, he's my favorite DJ, please. No, I think he, you know. <laughs> it's a lot to learn there but 
you know, it was changed and whatever. They moved him to the weekends too, which I'm trying to figure out why. Maybe because he, <laughs> Duff in his wild imagination, didn't think that he fit the retro thing. But you got really basically seven days of retro now. All the specialty shows are gone. Terry Tracy's gone. The Spanish people are gone. Um, you know, Eby's gone. Wow, I never thought I'd see that happen. But in any event, let's hope for the worst for them for February. How's that? Hey, Duff, if you're listening, hey, screw you, man. In any event, you screwed us all, so it's about long past due. It was like seven years now that you've got to take a, a hard smack and be shown the door. On that happy note, my name's Bob Puddingano. This has been Sounds of Blues, number 430. We're making our way to 500. Before you know it, we'll be here. I think we calculated that it should be sometime in the early spring of, of 2025. God willing, we'll all be here. Don't watch the news. Don't listen to WFDU. Not in that order. Well, maybe. <laughs> Definitely don't listen to WFDU, but don't listen to the news. And let's hope we get through the rest of this year without any scars and financial issues and wars and oh, or, or spikes in oil prices, and additional spikes in oil prices. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until next time, ciao for now, everybody. Thank you for listening. Another good hit month we had over. It's our 18th month in a row that we went over 100,000 hits at soundsofblue.com. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Take care, everybody.